after completing my European trip with Wake Tech, I now feel like a changed person. Not only do I view the world differently, but I'm also viewing my life differently. The biggest thing that I felt I've learned from this trip is that the world really doesn't just revolve around the United States. There is so much more to see out there and I still have not even seen half of it. During the trip, I got the opportunity to visit seven different countries in a variety of cities within each of them, and each country was very different in its own way. Whether it was a language barrier, a cultural difference, or scenery change, I now look at things in a whole new fashion. Not only did I learn something during the trip, but I also got the opportunity to meet people from all around the world. I'd like to say it was definitely the best investment of my life and helped me make memories that will last a lifetime. A testimonial by Jimmy Feely. Hey, Jimmy, you there? Hey, I'm here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, you know, living the life down here in sunny Florida, uh, <laughs> trying to uh, survive lockdown and just plan for my next adventure when I can get out. That's for sure. Uh, how's the weather down there? Is it hot or are you getting rain again all all you know, usually the summer times are pouring rain, and uh, that that's how the summer is here. Probably from usually about probably May, June ish, all the way till August. Uh, but uh, right now, no, it's sunny, hot. It uh, was uh, I think it was like eighty eight or eighty nine today. So it's uh, it's beautiful down here. You can't beat it. Uh, very good golf weather. Let's say that. Have you have you been playing golf? Oh, the one thing that's still open right now is golf. Um, and uh, they have restrictions. You can only put one person in a golf cart. Okay. Uh, the actual holes on the golf course, they're, they're not actually holes. What they do is they put like a, um, uh, what do you call those? Kind of like a styrofoam uh, noodle from the pool, like those pool noodles. Yeah. They put that in the hole. And so you actually hit your ball to the noodle. It bounces off the noodle. And then you, you count that as in if you bounce off the noodle. So no flag. Uh, so no flags. Right, no flags, uh, even in like the bunkers, the sand, uh, there's no rakes, they don't want anybody touching or reusing anything there, Um, so it's it's, it's really strict, I mean, they've got some definite uh, new rules and restrictions, but it's the one thing that's open that I've been doing, I've actually been playing probably about three, three, four rounds a week, actually, I'll be playing tomorrow. Nice, okay, well, you gives you a little break, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It really does. And honestly, I've been I've been traveling somewhat to play some golf. I drove um, actually one of the trips over, you know, England, Ireland. They've got um, a special type of golf course that's pretty much just wide open and these huge bunkers. Yeah. And uh, they have a course here in Florida. It's about an hour away called Royal St. Cloud, uh, and it's like an Irish-based course. Very similar layout. Um, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So I wow. drove all the way out there just to, just to go and experience that. I'll tell you, to, to get anything international right now, right? Exactly. I just <laughs> need a taste of it. Hey, I was reading your testimonial that I put on the site back in, uh, you know, it's been since 2012, since that first trip. And you were in my marketing class in 2010. How many countries at that time had you been to? I had been to, uh, in 2010, I had been to one other country, and that had been the Bahamas, and that had been it. 
and tell me as of we sit in 2020, how many? 27 countries to this date. So since 10 tw- years. That, that, is, uh, that is really incredible. And I want everyone, you know, the one thing is, is it's self-funded. And that's the thing, you know, my parents, um, as, as loving and caring as they are, um, you know, they're supportive of every trip. But I've actually funded every one of these trips myself um, and all from different ideas that you gave me in our classes. You know, sometimes cutting out that extra Starbucks drink a week, um, you know, just saving little things here yeah. and there really adds up i mean and what's great is by signing up you know eight months sometimes a year in advance you've got those uh monthly payment plans which yeah. is just awesome and uh you know put it like 100 200 bucks a month away and uh, it really you know pays off every penny uh i've never regretted a single amount of uh, money that i've spent because every country we visit it's just been so much fun so um you know not only educational but from the uh, you know, all the different scenery, the customs, the culture, it really is, is just amazing. So let me ask you, I, I think you've been on seven or eight of the Explorica trips. Which one, or do you have a favorite? <laughs> I know. I that's definitely a- have a favorite. To, to, to try to dwindle it down is, is tough. I, you know, the way I look at it, each Explorica trip is is slightly different, and I have a favor for each one. Uh, I think the most beautiful trip, uh, when it comes to scenery that I've ever been on, is when we went to the Swiss Alps. Switzerland and Austria was probably, of all the countries, the most beautiful country, yeah. the most beautiful trip uh, we've ever been to. Um, and one of the most exhilarating, fun trips I think I remember doing with you guys was um, when we went out to Thailand and Vietnam. Um, you know, that was uh, just so many different cultures and different, you know, activities that we had done and seen there was just spectacular. I mean, I remember getting off the plane, walking into, I think it was like 120 degrees with, with all the heat and, oh, yeah. uh, and everything. And then, you know, you've got trips where we recently went over to, um, Dubai and how amazing, uh, the, the United Arab Emirates was, uh, the UAE, and that was just spectacular. I mean, that really was just uh, going into the future. I mean, you've got the world's tallest building there. Uh, it was so uh, technologically advanced, and then on top of the culture of uh, what they, how they act, and what they wear, and what yeah. they do. You know, every Explorica trip has been phenomenal, and each one I probably have a favorite for a variety of different things. Um, and, uh, you know, I remember we, we, uh, climbed all the way to the top of Machu Picchu, uh, and God, the views there, that, that another one, uh, that was his, I guess we could say that's a favorite historically wise, yeah. because I mean, to know that that rock was man built, you know, hundreds of years ago and still standing today. And it was only uncovered. I think it was maybe a hundred years ago, if that, maybe less than that, that it was only just uncovered. Um, and uh, it was just so historically amazing and, and cool. And it just every every trip is, is got something to remember. And that, that view of Machu Picchu, when I walked around the corner for the first time, we all just stopped in our tracks and didn't say anything. I, I, yeah, I couldn't remember. I think I was, 
you know, like out of words. Oh, we were. It was one of those views you just stared at in awe. And I think I remember actually, Jeff, you saying that, you know, a picture can, you know, can mean and say a million things, but to see it in real life is a totally different experience. Uh, well, it brings I, it all together. I did say that, but it wasn't me. It was a guy behind me. He, he, he wasn't on our group, but I was telling Chuck Powell, who we did an interview with last week, that the guy said, pictures don't do justice. And I, right. it was that moment that I realized that all those pictures I've taken and put on the website really don't do any justice. You have to be there. You do. You truly do. And the one thing I'd say is, you know, I, you know, like we said, in 10 years, I've been to 27 countries. Um, and before that, I had been to one. It was a cruise to the Bahamas, and it was fun, right? But once you start getting out there, you get that travel bug. You see things you never could think you'd experience or do, and then you're going to want to go every year. I save up each year to try to go on a trip, and it's, it's just worth it. The experiences, the views, and the friends. I mean, the people that we meet, you know, Chuck uh, was so much fun when we went to Machu Picchu. Oh, yeah. Him and his brother, yeah. uh, they were a blast having out there. They were so much fun. I really enjoyed having them. Um, you know, we've got Tyler and so many different people I've met uh, of all ages. I mean, both young. I mean, all the all my – I still have friends from the first trip when yep. we went to London and Germany and Paris. Yep. I mean, I still talk to those guys today. Uh, we still hang out and, uh, you know, it doesn't matter – what trip it is, we, we always keep in touch, and we're, we're sometimes we're planning our next trip. I've gotten half of the uh, people we've traveled with have come on additional trips with us just yep. because you know we know what's going on and what to expect. Yeah, yeah. Well, you met one of the reasons I haven't interviewed Tyler yet is because I'm mad at him for le not letting me count o uh, Oman as a country. <laughs> you remember that? Well, you know, you were the one that yelled on the Dubai trip, uh, hey, where, what is that fence? And she said, that's the border between the UAE and Oman. And I, I, I tried to get in, but the guy was not in the booth. And so my fingers and my nose were literally through the, the, the fence, and he won't let me count that. <laughs> oh, Tyler, man, are we fighting it down to the final numbers? I mean, he's always a country ahead of me, and he still is. So we'll have him. We'll have him on uh, pretty soon. But I was going to ask you. So, do you have a favorite country? Probably, when it comes down to favorite countries, I actually think I'm going to choose uh, the UAE as a whole. Yeah. Uh, not just because it was my most recent, but just uh, all together. So as I kind of mentioned, each country we've been to has something special, right? I've got a, a cultural, maybe it's the views of going up to the Swiss Alps. Maybe it's a historical aspect, like in, you know, a lot of Europe has so much history in the churches and the wars, where it's come from. Uh, but uh, when, you, when you really put it all together, I actually think uh, the UAE kind of has everything and something that's just so different from yeah. the U.S. Yeah. You know, so totally different. They're so futuristic, but they also have such a history um, of where they've come from and where they are today. Um, and then, you know, knowing, um, 
you know, the difference in the food that they eat and how they eat, when they eat. Um, you know, they have so many specific rules. Um, I'm trying to think, what's it called? Um, when they don't eat for like eight weeks. Ramadan. Ramadan. Yeah, Ramadan, you know. We learned about, you know, different times of the year that they, you know, if you showed up there during this period, good luck even trying to eat during daylight. Yeah. Um, and I think you put it all together, that definitely tops my list well, um, of, of favorite places I've ever been to. And you and uh, Grant got to ski Dubai. Yes, we, yeah. We, we went indoor skiing in the middle of the desert. Skiing <laughs> in the middle of the desert. <laughs> and, and that's snow skiing for everybody who's listening not water skiing it uh it no. was a giant indoor building yeah. and uh it was it was phenomenal we we really really had a blast doing it it was it was a really great uh part of explorica's tour that they offered and uh it definitely was worth it it really was i would uh i would say my favorite part of that trip was being out in the desert oh uh, yeah when we took the the, the land rover yeah, out there yeah yeah uh, Yes, that was cool, man. I actually was just watching some videos recently of us out there. That was just so much fun. On the, uh, I love the Flickr account that we have yeah. with all the different photos and videos that you share from yeah. the trips. Yeah, that, um, and then we had a ceremony with the uh, Falcons, or we could hold yes. them, and we had that dinner, and you had the belly dancers, and it was real cold at night, and... I think driving from Dubai to the desert and seeing the landscape turn into that beautiful gold brown, just it's just beautiful. And all you saw was sand. That was it. It was I know. sand and hills and dunes, it just, and uh, it really, it really was a blast. I, I remember our uh, Land Rover driver was playing that like Arabic music, and yeah. we were just jamming. It was kind of like a <laughs> like a electronic dubstep Arabic music. It was so cool. Yeah. Then we ended up eating. Well, first we rode some camels. Oh, which um, was tough. Yeah, and I, then we ended up eating dinner right there in the middle of the desert. You know, I couldn't walk for a half hour after the camel. Uh, <laughs> I, I I sat on it wrong, or I was uh, paralyzed with fear on the one I got on because it was trying to bite me. Uh, uh, so so I've done camels twice. The ones in Qatar, for some reason, oh, yeah. are a lot more uh, friendly. Gotcha, yeah. I remember mine almost tried to throw me off when I was oh, yeah. not not necessarily just like when they ask him to stand up because they're so tall. He leaned so far forward like he was just like, no, nah, I'm not sure I really want it. And the guy's <laughs> like, no, get up. So then he got up and we did our walk, which was a blast. Man, it was uh, it sure was an experience. That's for sure. One of the other trips that we had such a great time that was really packed with adventure daily was the Costa Rica Nicaragua. I was actually going to say, so my, I was literally thinking my second trip was Nicaragua, Costa Rica, yeah. and uh, it probably was packed adventure-wise. We did zip lining twice, I think, on that trip. Yeah. Um, we were going all over through the jungle. We had the hot springs. I mean, we had, we were, our last hotel, remember, right on the beach? Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was well. I think the number one thing, and I got a picture of it right behind me, is getting off that bus at night with that glow orange in the background, and then smelling and hearing the lava. The volcano, baby! Oh yes. 
I mean, when I, I looked at Tyler's face on that one, I mean, he was in heaven and I was, I couldn't believe that we had a show like that. And, you know, when I asked the the bus driver and the tour guide, Raquel, Raquel or was her name? Raquel. I, I said, think, yeah, something like that. I said, why, why just 10 minutes? And she said, well, we got a, a time window. It's pretty tight. And, you know, this volcano is a lot more active than we thought. And I said, well, what happens if it explodes? And she says, well, we're in big trouble. <laughs> we got to go. But there it was. I mean, you're walking up to a crater that looked massive, and it was massive, and there's a massive bowl of boiling lava. It probably was one of the coolest things uh, of all the trips that we've actually seen. And uh, I, I remember the smell. Remember the smell yeah. on top of it? Yeah. The sulfur and everything? Oh, yeah. That yeah. Was fun. That was fun. Yeah, the words of time, how hot is lava? Yeah, you're, yeah. <laughs> he's got that. He's got that on a video somewhere. And then the last country, I know you've been to, you went with us to Western Europe and then you did um, uh, Asia and then you did Costa Rica, Nicaragua, and you did Peru and you did Dubai. Yep. Uh, you did sneak down and visit us for a day or two to Cuba. How was that experience? Yes, yes. I had to join you just for a taste of Cuba. Uh, and uh, actually... You know, I, I almost totally forgot about Cuba. I think when it all comes together, yeah. we want true culture experience. Yeah. Cuba probably actually, I think, wins now. I, I actually, because I was only there for the three days, yeah. um, I, I think Cuba is stepping back into time to the 1950s and 60s. Uh, but the people were just so nice. I tell people to this day, of the 27 countries I've been to, I think one of the nicest people uh, or you know whatever you want to call it uh, people of the country um, have, have ever been to is Cuba I mean they were just so phenomenal the food they made they were so nice to meet us and see us and wanting to know what's going on and, and it was just an unbelievable experience uh, I found the minute I got off the plane and I was picked up by some 1955 Chevelle that drove me back <laughs> to the hotel with you guys. I mean, it was unbelievable. Um, you know, I, I've been to Cuba now five times, and um, I it's my third favorite place on the planet behind Thailand and Austria. But uh, Cuba, so close, so different, so beautiful. The food's incredible, and there is not a culture, at least in my opinion, that's nicer than the Cubans. Yeah, and that truly, I mean, sets sets an example for how the world should be. I mean, everybody yeah. there was just so open arms and welcoming. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you always wonder about safety. A lot of uh, people always ask me, oh, do you feel safe yeah. when you travel to these different places, and especially Cuba? I felt probably one of the safest places I've ever been to has been in Cuba. I remember walking the streets. We were down in Havana late at night. It was probably, we went to the group dinner at that yeah. amazing restaurant yeah. uh, down in the city. And then we just were walking around watching, you know, people actually sit outside on their doorsteps, on yeah. the stoops. Everybody talks to everybody. And it's just 
so you know so friendly and welcoming yeah. and uh, you know they just wanting to help and and it was just an unbelievable experience well we're lucky that we get to, that we've got to you know really experience that because i run into so many people like you that once they find out you went to cuba one of their top questions is did you feel safe and you just think to yourself if you only knew how safe it is um <laughs> Exactly. You know, we're lucky because we've gotten to travel. So, well, Jimmy, um, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I'm really, really glad that uh, we had the opportunity to interview uh, interview you on this new podcast. And um, I talked to Courtney yesterday. She was talking about you and says every time she uh, goes to Florida, she either wants or does visit you. So, oh yeah, we try to meet up all the time. Courtney, yeah. From yeah. all the beginning of Western Europe. Yep. Yeah, and that was in 2012. That yep. group still connects. And that's one of the major uh, the major advantages of travel is not just the sights and sounds and the vacation. It's really the memories that you cannot buy. You can't. I mean, the, the friendships and the memories, yeah. those experiences, they sell the trip for me. I mean, it actually sounds crazy, but I tell people... I love the group trips. The yeah. groups probably really, truly, it's a family experience. It brings it all together. Because if you are worried or maybe a little scared, you've always got that family, that group that's there for you to help you uh, to maybe stretch those boundaries and try something new. Try a new food, right? Maybe try a new experience. And that's what makes these trips so amazing. Yeah. And... Last question, uh, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, how addicted are you to travel? 100? <laughs> I t- 10 out of a 10. As I said, uh, I'm already looking at uh, 2021. I can't wait to find out what trip I'll be going on. Yeah, I've, I've run across, uh, and I'm with you on that too. I always say a 10, but it's probably 100. I'm running into some information on LinkedIn and some of the articles on how people who have done as much traveling as you and I, that when they come back, how they handle the, I would just say the, not isolation, but not traveling when you're addicted. And it is, it is tough, especially, especially right now. You and I were talking before a little bit, this interview of people that uh, are self-isolating and can travel. Uh, It's hard. It's really tough right now. It really is, you know, being being locked down and not being able to go anywhere is so challenging. Uh, but you know what? I just look forward to what's next and plan. I'll tell you, I have been taking the time to search and find out what new country is up and coming that's trying to, you know, expand its tourism. Yeah. You know, Nicaragua, as we spoke, you know, that is a growing country for yeah. tourism. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of these places are. And what, you know could be the next big hit you know so who knows where that'll be and where we're going but i'm excited i'm looking forward to it and i'm ready to go i, I got i got a suitcase literally sitting right in front of me ready to be back. <laughs> one one of the places jimmy is next to uae that if you've seen anthony bourdain um before uh he, he quit doing the show he did one on oman and Oman is the place to go. Wow. So Man, I'll have to cool. send you some information on that. It really is the place to go. Keep me in the loop, that's for sure. 
I will. Well, I will be talking to you soon. And in the meantime, stay safe and uh, uh, keep uh, the search on different destinations coming. And thanks again for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And I appreciate it. And uh, we'll fly soon. All right, Jimmy. Take care. See you later. Bye. Okay, that was an interview with Jimmy Feely, who resides in Orlando, Florida. Jimmy has uh, been on many of our trips and started traveling back in 2012 and currently sits at 27 countries. And no doubt that uh, come, I don't know, next 20 years, Jimmy may be at 100 countries with the pace he's setting forth for himself. So anyways, great uh, interview with Mr. Feely. Thank you guys for joining us today, and I look forward to uh, sharing another interview on the next podcast.